from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. And here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on a gorgeous, almost fall Saturday morning in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And we're glad to have all you race fans listening to us. And uh, got two smiling faces in front of me this morning. Well, I smiled a little while ago. <laughs> no, you were smiling. Greg was just sitting there. He's the one that looked kind of droopy, but uh, he'll uh, He'll perk up here in a second when I get oh. to him. How you doing, Greg? Doing good. I mean, you know, it's nice weather. Uh, been trying to catch up with football and uh, racing. and uh, Had one one thing that was a really bright spot. Uh, you know, they want to do a documentary. Uh, Mitchell Stapleton on Budmore Engineering. Now, what now? I don't know about this. They want to do a documentary on Budmore Engineering? Yeah, they've done one. They've done, they've done, they always do something at least an hour. They've done it up at the Earnhardt Shop, Merritt Waldrop Shop, Jimmy Means Shop. Now, who's this doing the documentary? Uh, his name is Mitchell Stapleton. Okay. Him and his wife are real avid. Uh, Mitch is uh, 27 years old. His wife, they can work on cars. And take head, I mean, they're, Okay, uh, well, what, t- tell me about anyway, the documentary. I don't care it, about it, this. It, it, uh, it, it's really a neat deal. I had to go to Commerce College, you know, because we can't just break into the place. And, <laughs> and, and they sent me to the Duke's hire people. And okay, well, you're see, you, you're uh, you're talking about going to your old shop. Yeah. So people know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, going we, to Commerce College because yeah, you can't break yeah, in. Well, yeah. You got to explain that. Oh, old, old Budmore Engineering. Right, shop. right there on and, right uh, by the railroad tracks, Converse University. University. That's right. That's right. I found that out too. Oh, and an interesting thing. The lady I talked to, Miss uh, uh, Susan, her husband is British, and she's she's it's, anyway. But he loves Formula One. I said our show talks about Formula One all the time. So then we then we got to racing and, and talking about stuff. And, uh, so we might have got a new listener out of that. I'd say we we had. Well, what's this about the documentary, Greg? What I, I don't I, you you sort of left me hanging there. They're, they're, are they film people or, or what, how yeah, do they get? It, how, why it, are they doing a documentary? How are they doing? Well, the, the biggest thing is they, the guy has rode by the shop before and, and took pictures and stuff, and uh, he's been wanting to do it for for a while. And uh, I mean, he he's done stuff with, with Dale Junior. Darrell Walt, I mean, the list, the list is about a mile long. They're great documentaries. Okay, I'm not familiar with them. I'll have to I'll have well, to look into that. Do you know where we can find these documentaries? Do what now? Do you know where we can find the, the ones they've already done? Yeah, you just look under Stapleton, Stapleton, just like a, a Stapleton. Yeah, yeah. Stapleton 42. Stapleton 42. All right, well. And that, that'll send you to it. All right, well, I didn't know about that. Otherwise, uh. 
Might as well keep you on the mic there, Greg. You uh, you have some sad news. Yeah, uh, we lost a very dear employee and a very good friend of the collecting world and everything. Jackie Jones called me. We lost Jerry Mason uh, night four last in, uh, at 11 o'clock. And, you know, Jerry was instrumental in Daytona 500 wins. Uh, he come to work Budborn Engineering in 1972. He helped put motors together along with my brother Darrell and uh, uh, Daniel Fowler and stuff. And I ground cylinder heads and he put them he put them together and it was uh, it was really a shock because you know we've had Jerry on the show before and I, I was I was gonna get a hold of him you know to help with this Stapleton 42 thing. And, okay. And, and have them on the show, and I, like I say, I just I'm just now getting y'all up to speed on, on where I got with all this stuff. And, but it, it's it's very sad if you look. He was with the Benny Parsons in one of the three races. He's down at Daytona with us. Uh, well, that's sad to hear. I knew he we uh uh Abbey we, Park, we had a he had a, a hobby uh a hobby shop, I guess you'd call it. Uh, out on Newcut Road, and he also had, I think, out back in a container. He had a Ricky Rudd car, and he had some of the Days of Thunder cars. And he was so, yeah, he was so instrumental with the Days of Thunder deal. That's the reason he actually left at the very end of '87. Uh, so they had started, you know, the movies take a long time to yeah. organize. Uh, but they knew he was an avid car collector. His car collection is just unbelievable. And it's all real stuff. You know, we've done some live remotes there. And, uh, me and Bud used to go up there and endorse his deals that were going on. I know we had a book signing there one time, and it was the best one we ever had. Oh, it was we great. We made more money at that book yeah. than it was just us. And and I've done talk to Lee Holman, son of Holman and Moody, John Holman's son, and everybody. Elliot saddened by it, stunned by it. Uh, it it's just a... Is a it's a bad loss. Is there any funeral arrangements yet that you know of? No, no, don't know of anything yet. It's happened so quick. I would say probably by Monday uh, we'll know what's okay. going on, and, and I, I've got to inform all the people. Well, I knew Jerry Mason through Greg, not nearly as well as Greg knew him for decades. I knew him for a few years, and uh, he was a real nice guy, big fella, real friendly, and. Uh, um, uh, it, it is. It's a. It's a big loss. Uh, you know, he, he, he affected a lot of people in the in his every time his we circle. Had, uh, you know, the model show that you know where you you judge the stuff. And well, I used I, to, but the yeah, the model show at the Marriott. That, yeah, Rhett Thaxton out of Woodruff, uh, Glenn Jarrett. It went on for hours. Yeah, it's great loss. Uh, well, we'll we miss we'll miss uh, Jerry Mason. Maybe we'll have some more on him later. Yeah. Uh, but good news, Ronnie, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Jeremy Clements is going to be a father. That is I saw that this week, and he sure looked tickled. Yeah, well, he's. I texted uh, I texted him to a, I didn't text him yet. I texted to the Clement Engineering, and I said, y'all's uh, lives are going to change more than if you'd won the Daytona 500 because uh, – when uh, you get another member of the family like that, it's uh, it changes everything. And Jeremy's uh, uh, 
you know, he's, I think he's, what, 30, 38 years old, and uh, I had my first child when I was uh, 43. <laughs> so you, you'll come to the point where uh, you'll be walking around and, uh, and children and people will say, well, what a, what a lovely grandchild. Mm-hmm. You say, no, oh, yeah. that's my son. That's not my grandson. So uh, that stuff happens. Uh, so anyway, quick. congratulations to Jeremy and Courtney. Yep, and, uh, I think that's We'll fantastic. try to have Jeremy on one more time. Uh, he ran at Bristol last night, had a great starting spot in ninth place, but unfortunately had a tire problem from what I understand and, and lost some laps and never made it back up. Well, at Bristol. Like you were talking earlier, that the laps are so quick. Yeah. Uh, one mistake, or not a mistake, but one mishap, and you can, you can be out of it like he was last night. Yeah, it doesn't take long to get three laps fine. But uh, anyway, um, we'll get into talking about that race and the race last week. Before that, we haven't had a chance to talk about because it was a Saturday race at Kansas. But, Greg, uh, did you manage to get us a guest this week? Well, uh, yes, I did, and uh, we had had been thinking about him because of, we actually told the idea of him driving the Budmore Engineering in '96. We had Steve Grissom. Steve Grissom, two-time Xfinity champion. No, just Bush. once. Uh, 1993, he was the Bush champion. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, real good race driver, and a heck of a nice guy. He is a nice guy, and I super. Talked to him a little bit yesterday, and uh, the weird thing about it is, I was I, I send a text to Lanny every week of the guest and it, who I was going to be on the show and this stuff, so we can put it on the Facebook page, and I and I sent it to uh, I sent it to several different people, especially the ones here on the show, and I sent it to Mike Hill and Mike gets back in touch with me and says, yeah, I was his crew chief, and I couldn't believe it. When he was at Hedrick Motorsports there in uh, that number 41, was that a Kodiak car? Yeah, Kodiak. Well, it was number 41, it was Hedrick, and uh, but for Mike Hill, who's a regular on our show, and we were having him on the day anyway because of the IMSA race coming up Sunday. I was stunned when you told me. It was perfect. But I do remember it now. You know, I start piecing back together and that was one of the reasons, Mike being from Spartanburg, uh, that we wanted, you know, we wanted to t- take the sponsor and the driver and, and, and Mike Hill's knowledge, and it would have just been great. It, it, it just didn't quite work out. But Steve's a great guest, and, well, we can't say enough about Mike Hill. I mean, well, we'll have them both on back-to-back. We'll have Steve at 11, and when we're done with him, uh, approximately 11:20, we will uh, we'll call Mike Hill, and mainly we're going to talk about IMSA, but I guess we're going to talk a little bit about Steve Grissom too, because that was really a, a coincidence when I found that out. Um, it is a gorgeous day out there today, unlike tomorrow when it's supposed to be uh, rainy. I noticed that Bristol has been moved up an hour, so instead of a 7:30 start, it's a 6:30 start, so they can. Uh, um, <laughs> Just get it in without, because the rain is supposed to start up there way before it starts here. I think, I guess we're supposed to get it in the wee hours of the morning, but uh, they're supposed to be getting it before then. What happened, Josh? You left your charger. <laughs> Holy you can't cow. get by without that, can you? 
Yeah, you can't get home without your charger. <laughs> okay, buddy. And uh, so we'll um, we'll be talking to uh, Mike Hill and, of course, uh, I mentioned Steve Grissom. And then we will talk to Deb Williams at 1020 like we always do. And Deb, uh, yes, Ronnie. Well, a couple things. First, if you go to YouTube and search the Stapleton 42. Right. They have 360 videos about racing and race cars. Oh, wow. Well, are they from here, Greg? Where are they from? Uh, or maybe you know that. They, that if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mitchell told me that uh, they had actually, I think, come from around the Alabama area, maybe. I might okay. be wrong. And they moved to the Charlotte area. But his, uh, I occasionally would see stuff, you know, on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had contacted me. Uh, he he contacted Larry Burrow, who handles our, our, our simulator program. And the guy, it's, just, it's really a neat deal. I mean, I, I've never heard of him. I'll have to check this out. Has he ever he's done been anything? at Richard Petty's house? Richard Petty even tells him about I, I lived up in this, this Petty's shop, Petty's museum, uh, Waldrop's house. Bobby out, everybody. Has he done anything else on Spartanburg that you know of? Uh, we ought to have him on the show. I, I, I have invited him to be on the show. Well, this week. why don't you firm that up? Just uh, we got, we've got about eight shows left. Uh, eight or nine, I counted it up last night. I don't. Well, remember. that don't seem possible. I think nine counting today, and one of those uh, will be our yearly wrap-up show, the last one. So. Uh, and that's that's Hauser. We all, we always have Hauser <laughs> and Natalie on that show. Oh, so, uh, and and uh, and Helton. Yeah, so Helton. those are the three. We, oh the, yeah, Helton. The, the and there's another thing too cool about Bristol. Bristol's where Mike Helton got his start. That's correct. And it, it certainly. So is. there's a lot of there's a lot of good things that, that that's going on. And uh, he he's read your book, Perry. He wrote on me. Uh, Who has Stapleton has? Oh, okay. And uh, I think it just be it's be well, well, great just, for everything. Line him up. Just go ahead and line him up. I got him. I got him. He never has. He said, I've never done a radio show. Well. Uh, I said, well, you getting ready. He can start as early as, uh, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Because uh, I got a couple other people in mind. And uh, like I said, you're right, Ronnie. It is hard to believe we're we're winding this thing down. And, and one more thing I want to mention. All right. And when you said Lanny, it made me think of it because he sent me a video this week. Some deranged person at the hospital in Spartanburg this week jumped in and stole an ambulance. I read that in the paper. And went on a three-county chase. The, Lanny described it as a Smokey and the Bandit chase. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? The Fugitive? when uh, The Fugitive? Yeah. Yes. When uh, Harrison Ford stole an ambulance and running around. Okay, well... <laughs> We've been all over the map this morning talking about things I didn't think we were even going to talk about. So, Tell me about uh, it. But I know one thing, when we have this uh, commercial break, we're going to come back and talk to Deb Williams. So let's get that rolling. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. It's 2023 and the Mark Hodge era at Spartanburg is running strong as the Vikings are once again a contender for the region and state title. This season we'll hear a lot of new names on offense as the Vikings are led by junior quarterback T.J. Johnson. You'll recognize familiar names on defense though as senior safety Charles Woodruff and junior linebacker Cam Smith who had over 125 tackles last season are back once again. Catch Spartanburg Viking football presented by Chris Foster Heating and Air on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM, SpartanburgSportsRadio.com and the Fox Sports Spartanburg app. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud-delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm, color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. Good morning, Deb. How are you? Deb, I'm not hearing you. Deb. Well, I'm not getting Deb here. I don't know what's going on. I did it just like I always do. Mm-hmm. Right? Talk a second. Let me call her back. I don't. I don't know what the deal is there. I had her. I just. Okay. I was just talking to her. I don't well, know something happened. absolutely not racing related. 
But last night I was talking to the the mother the mother of Burns's quarterback from last year, who uh, is down in Clemson and a, a walk on on the Clemson football team. But he was at the uh, gym there at school yesterday, working out, and looked up, and in there working out with him was Donnie Wahlberg, Marky Mark. I mean, not uh, Mark Wahlberg, not Donnie. Mark Wahlberg working out, and uh, he he took a serendipitous picture and sent it to his mom. And we're going to try this one more time with Deb, and let's see what happens. All right, Deb, are you there? Deb, are you there? I don't know what's going on here. Uh, neither do I. Uh, Deb, you with us? Well, I asked. I asked them if the phones were working. They said yes, but evidently... Uh, yeah, I, they did have a, a, a phone guest this morning that I heard. I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't. don't know what the problem is. I hate to... Deb, can you hear me? She hears me because I see the, the needles jumping. Mm-hmm. But I, I, how about it, Deb? You hear me now? Deb, now? Okay. We're not hearing her at all here in at the station. Well, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't see any. I don't see a problem. Debbie, you there? Okay. Well, Deb, if you can hear me, I don't know what's going on. I cannot understand why I'm not hearing you. I see the needle moving, but uh, something evidently is pushed that shouldn't be pushed. Deb, can you hear me? Deb, can you hear me? All right, well, this is a great radio start. Okay, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and take our next break early and see if we can get this figured out and and come well, back. Well, I don't know if I can figure it out if I can't see it going on the air. I can see the needle moving, but well, I, I don't know if I can't make it go out. We're not getting the signal out. And uh, she just texted me that she's hearing us fine. So, there is a bell, she says. I have no idea what it could be. Deb, uh, well, this is just great. <laughs> I don't know, uh, don't know what it could be. Everything's just like it's supposed to be, as I, as far as I can tell. Uh, well, you can let me get over there and work on it. You know, I do a good job. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know what to do here. This sort of puts a big hole in the show, Deb. I tell you what, um, uh, let's see if we can take another call here. Somebody else is calling in. I'm going to. Start your engines. See, we're not getting anybody. Start your engines. Well, we got to get it fixed, or we don't have we don't have any guests for the whole show. Uh, okay. Any suggestions, anybody? Um, well, I'm texting Tyler right now. Okay. Uh, here's somebody. Let's start your engines. Yeah, I can't hear you though. I don't know what's going on. I've got you. Uh, let me let me try it again. Let me put. What's that? Okay, Deb, can you hear me? I don't know what it is, Tyler. I mean, uh, Ronnie, boys, listeners. But this is uh, not good because we can't. Uh, we can't have the rest of the show. So let's take a break, like Ronnie said, and come back. 
You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Alex, I see you got a new car. Yeah, man, it's sweet. Room for Titus and all his stuff, but it's missing something. Like what? Well, you know how Titus likes Tupac. Naturally. Well, the new car doesn't have the bass like my old car did. You need to take it to Elite Audio. They can add bass to a factory system. Seriously? Yeah, while you're there, let them add a remote start so the car is warm when you and Titus get in in the morning. I also saw they can add LED headlights, which you should look at, Clary, because you can't see anything. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Check out all they can do at EliteAudioOnline.com plus their Facebook page. Apparently, you can't hear either. What? Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call local State Farm agent Cliff Gobert at 597-1200. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Finding something delicious to match my mood can be a challenge, but McDonald's kills it every single time. Like when I need something with a little oomph, that's when I reach for a classic and melty McDouble. When I want something with a little mmm, that's when I go for a crispy and juicy McChicken. And with Mix and Match, I can get two faves for just $3.49, like a McDouble with a McChicken or small fries. And now, my mood calls for a little oomph and mmm. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. over our control board. Well, it still may be there. Can you hear me, Deb? I hear you just fine. Well, I think Yay. We, we got her. We had some buttons pushed that I didn't know weren't pushed, and I, it's some part of the board I never messed with, so I, it, it was, <laughs> I inherited it from all I can figure. But anyway, well, how are you this morning? You're at Bristol, correct? That is correct. How is it up there? It's beautiful in Spartanburg. Oh, it's beautiful here, too. I'm 
you know, they're concerned about weather moving in is the reason they've moved the start of the race up by an hour. So everybody's having to adjust schedules today. Well, they had a race last night, and uh, there was a yeah, lot of... Yeah, Thursday night, too. Thursday night as well. They had the trucks Thursday night and ARCA both on Thursday. And last night, I was going to mention that uh, there was a lot of fanfare given on the air with Dale Earnhardt Jr. being in the race. but And he led, and I thought he did very well, but uh, he sort of had a uh, an exciting finish to his night. He really did, and he said that, you know, one thing he did not want to do was get in the way of those in the playoffs, and I think, if I remember correctly, he led 49 laps last night, Yep. and he figured he could have a fourth-place finish if they had not had that wire short out and um, come down and, and catch the part of the flooring on fire, so that was what happened there. You know, he's had some past history with fire with uh, that, that Corvette that time, and it's the first thing I thought of, and, and then, I, then I thought of the plane crash with the fire and everything. So he's, uh, he's been dancing with fire more than once. So uh, I think he got a little singed last night, but he said he'd be at Homestead to try it again. Yes, he did. His uniform got burned last night but it, uh, around the ankle area, but it did not get to him, so... He has no burn on his heel or, you know, leg or anything like that. So the fire retardant uniform worked. And he said that when he was coming down Pitt Road that he was looking for a crew that seemed to see him and know what was going on. And that's the pit box where he was going to stop. And that's why he ended up stopping where he did to where John Hunter Nemechek's crew, the Joe Gibbs Racing crew, went over and, and helped him get out of the car. And his car ended up winning the race anyway, which uh, was Justin Allgaier. Yes, and that's the reason we got him for so long in the media center after the race was because of him being the winning car owner. But what was really cool, too, is after he came out of the Enfield Care Center, he, uh, you know how back in the 70s and 80s the crews used to get on the cars and, and ride them to Victory Lane? I thought that was and so cool. I wish they could still do that. Yeah, well, NASCAR won't let him now. But I know. They, he, got his, he got in the window and, and rode, rode to Victory Lane with Algar. Yeah, I guess as delicate as those cars are and the tolerances and the laser measurements and all that stuff, that's just not going to work anymore. But it was cool well, when they did it. They're, well, they're also concerned about somebody falling off the car and getting hurt. Well. And, and run over. Yeah. You know? That's true. I mean, they did it for all those years, and I never heard of that happening. But you know, it would just be—it uh, would just be the way of things for something like that to happen. So, uh, some other news. Uh, I noticed that uh, as far as the Cup guys go, Christopher Bell's pretty hot as far as qualifying. This is his third uh, pole position in a row. Is that correct? It is, and uh, what's interesting too. This is the most. Toyotas that have qualified in the top nine. I believe they've got seven of the top nine since last year's 2022 Coke 600 when uh, they had a similar number. And so uh, Toyota was celebrating yesterday, but it's an all Toyota front row. You've got uh, Christopher Bell on the pole and you've got Denny Hamlin sitting on the other front row position. And I thought that the top ten was actually quite interesting. Um, Corey LaJoy qualified ten, and 
you know, Tyler, I think Tyler Gibbs, Ty Gibbs was, uh, is in the top ten. I said Tyler because there's a Tyler Gibbs that's a Toyota executive, and I was working on a story yesterday where I'm quoting him. So, uh, but Ty Gibbs qualified in the top ten, and uh, Kyle Larson had a bad qualifying run, and he'll be starting last in the field. Mm. So it was quite interesting when the lineup came out to see who was starting where. It is interesting, Dale. I tell you, it, uh, you know, it, it, Bristol things happen so quick around that racetrack, and uh, that's always been the, the mystique of the place, and uh, it's really been that way uh, for years. But now, like I say, with the close tolerances and, and uh, the different manufacturers and all the stuff that's going on this day and time, uh, there's a lot of things that we used to do that's not practical that we really like. Still, if you look at the whole picture, it's still interesting the way that NASCAR does it with an even playing field. And another thing, uh, that's Bristol's where Mike Helton got his start uh, years ago. And I know you're familiar with that. But, uh, yeah, yeah but, he was actually selling advertising for a Bristol radio station. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. They remember this stuff better than I do. But I, <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember hanging on the cars. Talladega won one and different things riding in on car and that, that was pretty pretty dangerous. Uh, well, while we're talking about Bristol, I see that they're uh, not going to run the dirt track next spring, and uh, they're going back to two concrete races next year. Yes, that's true, and it um, was something that everybody kind of figured was going to happen after this spring dirt race, but it didn't become official until yesterday, so it wasn't really a huge surprise. It was something that had been anticipated. And, um, you know, it was interesting because Corey LaJoy said that when it was announced, he happened to be uh, in an interview with a track person that, that goes around and talks to people. And the people sitting in the front stretch grandstand cheered. And LaJoy said he got on the microphone and he told them, he said, all right. All of you people who cheered, you better be in those seats next spring. Because if you're not in the spring uh, seats next spring, they'll probably do something else crazy here, like put ice on the track. So, <laughs> you know, since you cheered, you better be here now. You know, back it up next spring. Well, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I liked it. Because, you know, I was wanting a dirt track race the whole time. I didn't really care where they did it i'd rather it be on a dirt track rather than making a uh bristol in the dirt but i I mean i i thought it was more successful than to do away with it after what what was it two years that they did it three years three years and you know you made the comment last week that i just sort of brushed off as uh just uh a comment when you were talking about the the at the Z-Max drag strip, I guess, in Charlotte, you said, well, now I know where all the dirt from Bristol went or something like that, and I didn't think anything about it, but is that really what happened? No, but considering how much, I mean, considering how many loads of dirt it took to cover Bristol and dirt, and considering that they had that at their disposal and how much they needed to make that motocross track at, the, at Z-Max, 
I just figured that was a logical way to go. Well, you I had it in your inventory, so why not? I think you hit it right on the button. And I think you did too. Somebody sir. should have seen a caravan, a convoy of uh, dump trucks going from Bristol to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah but with as much road construction is going on now, I really <laughs> wouldn't click with anybody. Yeah, well, maybe they sent it by train. Uh, well, could be, but I think Deb hit it right on the on the button there. Well, we got uh, a little. We don't have extra time with Deb. We just don't have another commercial till the top of the hour. Let's do our point standings. Uh, Deb's out front, and I tell you what, fellas, we're running out of chances to catch up. Uh, Deb's got forty-seven points. Ronnie, you still got a good crack at her. You've got forty-two. I've got thirty-seven. I'm ten points behind. Lanny, you've got thirty-five, and Greg, you got thirteen. Now you may be mathematically eliminated. And I'll tell you something else that I thought about this week. No more guest pickers because that could take points away from one of us, and that would be wrong. Because <laughs> we we need all the points we can get. Like like uh, I let somebody. I've let several people that were here in the studio. I let Joe Delaney pick last weekend. Yeah. And he picked Keslowski, and Keslowski could have done something, but he didn't. So, anyway, uh, let's get our picks in now while we can. And uh, I never get to go first, and I want to go first because I won't chase. So, I'm going to pick number nine. Um, Deb, you can go next. Champ? I want Keslowski. Speaking of Keslowski, Deb takes number six. How about it, Greg? Yeah, I didn't go with my gut last week, and my gut won. So, I'm going with my gut. <laughs> And the one you did pick was in the wall early. Yeah, because he cut a tire, and that's the, I was debating between the forty-five and the nineteen. Those were the the head pick was the nineteen. That was the, what I thought was the intelligent one, but my gut was saying the forty-five. So that's twice this year I have not listened to my gut, and I have missed out on points. Well, I didn't realize that car number forty-five had won the three of the last four races with Kurt Busch. And uh, Bubba Wallace, and and then uh, Tyler uh, Reddick. Tyler Reddick. So uh, anyway, Greg, did you make a pick yet? Well, I, I'm just sitting here thinking, Barry. Uh, I'm gonna go. What's Rouse's real good car? Seven, you, well, Boucher's the one that's been winning. Uh, Deb just picked Keslowski. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I I, I just go with Harvey. Okay, I'll, well, I'll stay out of the way because y'all battling for points. I'm no, a, no, he Harvey's going to win a race. I still <laughs> no, say. No, I like Harvey. Um, Ronnie, what do you think? Well, y'all mentioned him, but I had already decided to to take Tyler Reddick. All right, and uh, Lanny, phone me or text me yours in, and we'll we'll get you in there. Uh, Deb and some other news, unless you've got something to uh, to throw out there. I see that. Uh, I guess he must have been on the fast track or something. But Noah Craxon is. Uh, back in the good graces of NASCAR. Well, Noah did what he was supposed to do. And uh, he followed the protocol, and and he did what NASCAR told him he needed to do. And so, therefore, his suspension has been lifted, and he can now be eligible to compete in NASCAR again. See, I don't think a lot of people understand that was where Jeremy Mayfield messed up. Jeremy Mayfield refused to follow NASCAR protocol. He refused to go through the steps they wanted him to go through, and therefore he was never reinstated. And as long as you follow the steps, they want you. And and Kyle Larson actually went above and beyond what NASCAR required of him when he was taking his path back that led to his ride at Hendrick. 
So, yes, Noah Gregson that can now be hired by somebody in NASCAR. He can come back and compete in NASCAR. Uh, it was announced yesterday that Daniel Hamrick will drive the number 31 Cup car next year full-time. So he's coming back into the Cup Series. Uh, Justin Algar, who won last night, is now returning to JR Motorsports. That was announced <laughs> kind of in victory lane last night. But um, And then if you missed it earlier in the week, that uh, Trackhouse has signed SBG or Shane Van Gisenberg to a uh, contract, a development contract for next year. So he'll be running in Cup Series and Truck Series and Xfinity Series and Late Model and all. So it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. Is he going to run in all those series? Well, not full-time. Well, I mean, is he going to be full-time in anything? I thought he was going to be full-time no. in Cup. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No, he's not going to be full-time. Okay, but not in Cup. No. He will run certain races in Cup and certain races in Xfinity. It'll be a selected schedule. That's what they're starting to do some um, with these devel- drivers that are developing in order to get them experience in different cars and different genres of racing and all. It's like uh, Jesse Love. He's going to win the Arca Menard Series Championship this year. He's not running Toyota. He's in Toyota's development program. And they're not running him for a championship in any series next year. He's going to run some ARCA races. He's going to run some truck races. But he's not running for a championship in either series. They're running him to get experience. And that's what Justin Martz is doing with SCG. He's running him to get experience. To learn how to race ovals. The man doesn't know how to race ovals. You know, he was his first oval race ever was at IRP in a truck. And when they told him he was lucky dog, he didn't know what that meant. And he asked him if that was good. <laughs> now, uh, uh, I need to educate myself a little bit and keep up with it better. But now they had the truck race Thursday night, which was won by Corey Heim. Um, have they made their first cuts yet? Yes, they have. Corey Heim has, with uh, Corey Heim's victory Thursday night, he has now punched his ticket to the championship four in Phoenix. And so they, they eliminated how many uh, Thursday night? They didn't eliminate anybody Thursday night. Don't, the do they Thursday, not- night, Thursday night was the first round of the round of eight. Okay, so they had already eliminated two. They, correct. They eliminated okay. Matt Benedetto and Matt Crafton at Kansas. I got you. Okay. See, that's just... And so now they'll, they'll, the next time they eliminate will be at Homestead, and that'll be four. Okay. So, all right. I just I, I need to educate myself on that, and, and I, I say this every week, and it's just because I'm an old geezer, I guess, but I just wish it was the same across all the series. I could keep up with it better, but... We need somebody smart like Deb to tell us every week what's going on. Deb knows. Well, I have had to remind myself all all week that this was the first race in the round of eight for the truck, and then the Xfinity playoffs started last night. Yes. So Justin Algar punched his ticket into the round of eight, and then tonight is elimination night 
for the first round of the Cup, cup playoffs. Right. So we'll eliminate four drivers tonight. And um, yeah, and as far as that goes, looking at the uh, I'll get to my cup standings here real quick somewhere. Um, some drivers that are in a little bit of trouble there would be uh, Bubba Wallace. If I, I'm trying to find it and I can't find it fast enough, but well, Bubba, before, let me help you out. Oh, help the me four out. that are below the cut line are Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Michael McDowell. Right, and those are the four below the cut line right now. All right, I found it, and uh, I've got something else somewhere that tells me where they're all starting tonight, and, and I'm not organized enough to find that. But I think uh, didn't McDowell get a pretty good starting spot? He did. He qualified in the top ten. So, uh, well, and uh, did you say Harvick was one of them as well? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Harvick right now is above the cut line. All right, okay. The well, four below the cut line are Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Michael McDowell. Okay. All right. Well, I've got that. I'll get that into depth uh, a little bit more when I do my results, which is going to be very shortly. Uh, Deb, anything else you want to add before we let you go? And we uh sorry about all the screw-up with the phone when we first got you. Uh but I see I've got it memorized now how these lights are supposed to look, which buttons need to be pushed, and I, hopefully that won't ever happen again. But anything else you want to add? Um, I thought it was interesting last night that you had teammates taking some each other out, and three JR Motorsports cars got taken out in one wreck. Yes. Josh Berry, Brandon Jones, and... Um, um, Sam Mayer and I thought it was interesting then Sheldon Creed got into Austin Hill at, from RCR but what I thought was interesting was um, as Justin Algar was walking out last night after his post-race interview he thought he and Bob Pockers with Fox Sports were talking and Justin said that he knew it was going to be a uh, tense meeting on Monday with what happened, and he said that he was going to go in and try to help defuse everything. He said, it, it won't help. He said, I, I can't walk in there and gloat because I won. He said, that will not help anything. He said, what I have to do and I want to do is go in and try to help defuse everything on Monday because he said it's going to be tense. Yeah, and uh, I think Creed um, had something to do with uh, Austin Hill falling out and their teammates, right? Yeah, I said that just a few minutes ago. Oh, did you just? Okay. All right. Well, mm -hmm. Deb, we appreciate you coming on. I'm sorry for the confusion, and, I, and it just it just happens sometime. But uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, that's just technology. Yeah. Uh, last Monday that we had the same thing with the radio station out of Bristol, uh, out of the Tri-City area here in East Tennessee. They right. couldn't couldn't call they were having trouble last monday so it just happens that's technology yeah and a 71 year old guy pushing the buttons doesn't help either sometimes so uh that's no excuse it's <laughs> mine but anyway deb we love you and thank you so much for coming on and you have a safe week and uh be safe going home from bristol and we'll talk to you next saturday i hope okay sounds good everybody have a good week All thank right. you thank you deb thank you very Bye -bye. much that's deb uh Deb Williams, who is she, Ronnie? She's the smartest woman I know. I tell you, she's probably a whole lot smarter than we know. 
but, uh, incredible. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, we don't have a break here, so we're going to go straight to the top of the hour. we got seven and a half minutes. Let's just go ahead and finish up with Xfinity because, actually, we're two weeks behind or a week behind. The last race, uh, last Saturday, well, uh, let's see. Yeah, no, we didn't. We're, we're good. Last Saturday, last the show was last Sunday, so we did touch on what happened last Saturday with Xfinity. So I uh, uh, don't need to go there. So we'll talk about um, the race last night, which was the Food City 300, which was held at Bristol on the concrete. And as uh, we just mentioned, Justin Allgaier that drives for JR Motorsports was the winner. Daniel Hemrick was second. Third was John Hunter Nemechek. Fourth, Cole Custer. Fifth, Chandler Smith. Sixth, Ryan Seeds. Seventh, Trevor Bain. Eighth, Riley Herbst. Ninth, Sammy Smith. And tenth, Kaz Gryla. Jeremy Clements, who announced uh, this week uh, on Facebook, and I, it may have even been known before that, but not to me, that uh, he and his wife, Courtney, are expecting a child in January. Um, it's a wonderful thing for a uh, a family, a couple to have a to have a child, and this is their first. And I know Jeremy was born in January, and their child is due in January, and I was born in January, so I think I'll give a give them an extra large gift if he's if the child we don't know the mm-hmm. gender yet. I don't believe uh, is born on the twenty eighth of January, which is my birthday. I'll uh, I'll give him a bonus gift. <laughs> That'd be great. That wouldn't. That, that, that's all a happy. That's a real happy story. Well, it is a happy story. Nothing negative about that whatsoever. I, I love talking about stuff. Well, uh, what was also happy was seeing that Jeremy qualified ninth yesterday, which is really, really good. But uh, somewhere around, I think, lap 35, they had a flat. And when you uh, when you make an unscheduled pit stop at a track where they're doing laps in about 16 or less seconds, it doesn't take long to lose a bunch of time. And he did. He lost three laps, and he never was able to make them back. So uh, he ended up. What started out as a good, good, a good evening ended up uh, pretty much the way his whole season has gone. As he uh, he finished twenty fourth, and of course they've already uh, they're already in their playoffs, so we don't need to go there. But Jeremy, it doesn't matter. It does matter. But we're still backing you a hundred percent, and we'll be following you. Uh, and as I texted him last week, you know, get a top ten and then win a race. There's still a lot. You can accomplish in the, the number of races that you've got left. So, uh, Jeremy, we're, we're with you 100%. Hopefully, we have you back on the show sometime uh, before the end of the year. You're you're our favorite driver, mine anyway. No doubt about that. Yeah. So we're we'll never give up. We will we like family. Never baby. give up. That's correct. Um, the point standings, and as as Deb mentioned, uh, they had a crash that took out Sam Mayer, Josh Berry. And Brandon Jones and uh, Brandon was in a separate crash, but those are all uh, JR Motorsports cars. And as Deb pointed out, they probably will have uh, a very interesting meeting Monday morning. Another uh, casualty was uh, Parker Klingerman, who I was so happy made the playoffs. He uh, finished the race. He was only 54 laps behind. He had some serious uh, um, problems. I can't quite remember what they were but it put him back and he will have a hard time probably now moving up in the playoffs uh, 
uh, as this was their first race. He still does have a chance, but this was the first race of their playoffs before they start cutting people. So we'll see how uh, Parker's able to recover. He finished 31st, and 30th, of course, was uh, Dale Earnhardt, who had a short and some wiring. Car caught on fire, and as one, I understand, it came up through the floor. I originally heard it came up through the, the shifter, but I don't think that was true. It looks like it came up somehow through the floor, singed his pants. And as I said, he's had a he's had a pretty nasty history with fire, so I'm sure that was a, that was a scary moment for him. But he said to all of his fans that he will be back at Homestead for his uh, his last race of the season. I think it's interesting that he's got all these cars battling for the championship, but he puts himself out there where he could possibly screw up his other cars. He didn't, but you know, uh, got to hand it to him. He he wants to still have a part and still race in the series, and you can't blame him for that. In I his think, blood. I think, I think he made the comment that uh, he wanted his daughter to see what he used to do for a living. That's cool. That is neat. Yeah. Uh, they will run next, next Saturday, at Texas Motor Speedway in the Andes Frozen Custard 300, which will be on USA Network, and uh, that's a fast track, so we'll see, um, we'll see them next week out there in Texas as the Cup Series Moves along. Let's look at the points real quick for Xfinity. After one race of the playoffs, Justin Allgaier is the leader. The point standing second is John Hunter Nemechek. He's 10 points behind. Third is Cole Custer. Fourth, Austin Hill. Fifth, Chandler Smith. Sixth, Daniel Hemrick, who, of course, is, as we mentioned, is going over to drive to number 31 next year for Colleague Motorsports. Seventh was Sammy Smith. Eighth, Sheldon Creed, who took out his teammate, Austin Hill, who was very upset about it last night. And so I guess they'll have a an interesting Monday morning Monday morning meeting at uh, <laughs> um, Childress. Ninth was Jeb Burton, and tenth, Sam Mayer. So they will uh, move to Texas next week, and... I'm not going to jump into any more results until uh, until we get done with Steve Grissom, who I was supposed to call 20 minutes ago. And, well, we kind of got sidetracked. We did get sidetracked because he's right. up at – he's in college with his daughters, and uh, I should have gotten Greg to run outside and call him because I did forget we were having so much going on there. Uh, to um, So he could find a nice, quiet spot to speak to us from because he's got twin dollars and – daughters in college and he's with them so uh i'll call him real quickly here when we get to the commercial break and uh maybe then he can dash out to a quiet place or maybe it's not even necessary but steve grissom was the 1993 bush champion and uh unfortunately one of the other things he's really famous for is a crash in 1997 at atlanta when he hit he didn't hit a soft wall either he hit a concrete wall on the back stretch Knocked the gas tank off the car. He flipped over on his top and spun around. Uh, the gas was ignited by uh, a car going by off the hot, exa- uh, hot exhaust, and it was just, it was a real mess. So we'll get into all of that with Steve hopefully in a few minutes. But right now, let's take our break at the top of the hour and come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. This is the place to be. Listen to Spartanburg Vikings football right here. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSBG Spartanburg. We are Fox Sports. 
Here's what you need to know. In Major League Baseball on Friday night, the Detroit Tigers defeated the Angels in Anaheim 11-2. But after the game, reporters noticed that Shohei Otani's locker in the Angel Stadium clubhouse has been cleared of nearly all of his personal belongings. Otani has missed the last 11 games with an oblique injury and has been officially considered day-to-day. The Los Angeles Dodgers won at Seattle 6-3, the Dodgers' magic number to clinch the NL West for the 10th time in the last 11 years, now down to two. The Arizona Diamondbacks over the Chicago Cubs 6-4. Arizona and Cincinnati are tied for the third and final National League wildcard spot. Rockies scored two in the bottom of the ninth inning to beat the Giants 3-2. The Giants now a game behind Arizona and Cincinnati for the final NL wildcard spot. I'm Isaac Long. A few years back, when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. At Janney, your goals are our priority. When you work with Janney, it's about going beyond investing. It's about connecting your life and finances. When it comes to managing your wealth, you probably have plenty of questions and more than a little uncertainty. What you need is a plan built to connect your goals to your wealth. Financial advisor Trent Lancaster is here for you. Trent can build a tailored financial plan and make recommendations that are aligned with your best interests based on your unique needs, goals, and preferences. Conveniently located in the Spartanburg office, Trent can discuss how he can help you connect your life and finances. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jamie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555, and in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. It's 2023, and the Mark Hodge era at Spartanburg is running strong as the Vikings are once again a contender for the region and state title. This season, we'll hear a lot of new names on offense as the Vikings are led by junior quarterback T.J. Johnson. You'll recognize familiar names on defense, though, as senior safety Charles Woodruff and junior linebacker Cam Smith, who had over 125 tackles last season, are back once again. Catch Spartanburg Viking football presented by Chris Foster Heating and Air on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM, SpartanburgSportsRadio.com, and the Fox Sports Spartanburg app. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. 
live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. And here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome a guest we've never had before. And just a, a real likable, handsome, good-looking uh, driver from uh, the few years ago. And it's um, Steve Grissom, the 1993 Bush champion. Good morning, Steve. How you guys doing today? Doing great. Steve, well, this is Greg Moore. Appreciate it. We did have some technical problems, and I know you got some real important stuff that you're in the middle of doing. We appreciate what time, uh, you know, we do have with you. But, uh, uh, you know, I wanted you to drive our race car one time, and, you know, man, you've been through some stuff at Ford and different things. And it, just give us a, a brief summary of some of this stuff, because, you know, my, my mind's I'm not exactly clear. I don't want to think you're a great race driver, great athlete, and great person. Yeah, unfortunately, Greg, you know, that didn't work out at that time. I was kind of excited and looking forward to hoping that uh, we could get something worked out. But uh, anyway, uh, like I said, I've known each other for uh, for a long time. And, uh, you know, it's uh, kind of one of those deals that we were sort of in a the situation there that uh, had uh, – done the bush deal and uh been fortunate enough to win races there and and uh won the championship there in 93 and then moved to the cup series and uh you know it uh it was going along there and then uh just kind of hit hit one of those deals not sure if you remember when the four tours uh come there what was that uh 90, 98 i think yeah and uh, NASCAR would come with the five on five rules and that kind of stuff. And uh, GM product uh, Chevrolet came with the SB2 engine. And uh, somewhere in along that time there, uh, Greg, I think that's when we kind of started talking there. But uh, you know, it was kind of tough sledding for the GM cars there uh, for pretty much that '98 season. The Taurus is pretty well forward. Pretty well had everybody covered, if you remember. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, I, you know, with the time uh, we we were talking about you coming to drive for Budmore Engineering, which would have been fantastic. I know we'd have won races. Uh, Wally Donenbach was driving the Hayes Modem car, and uh, we had a full schedule going. And we had actually had some conversations with the Kodiak people approached us uh, about doing some stuff, and and and, and you being the driver. Uh, as it turned out, you know, I figured well. We, we, we could he pays, which we thought we were going to, but they got in financial trouble. That you and Wally Dottenbach would have been great complimentary drivers. I mean, this it, it just would have fit real good. But uh, one thing about it, you mean you've always been friends, and, and, and I really appreciate it. I, I sometimes will be like a pest to some of these drivers, champion drivers like you and stuff. But uh, I do I do remember one time we had very good race cars. Good stuff. Enough of me talking, Steve. You, you tell them. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you know, the the fifteen car, but more motorsports. I mean that uh, what what y'all done in the sport. Uh, you know, it's pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, Wally, uh, Wally and I uh, raced a lot together. And uh, actually, uh, I raced with uh, Wally's wife, Robin, uh, when uh, we were short track racing. And uh, she was a heck of a driver. Uh, got got to know her. Gosh, what was that back in the, the early to mid '80s uh, when she was racing? So uh, it's kind of kind of funny. As big and all as NASCAR is, it uh, kind of a small world when you kind of get into it. We're talking to Steve Grissom, and Steve, you uh, you were quite a high school athlete. You you know playing football and basketball and. Being down there in Alabama, of course, it could have happened any place, but you just think of Alabama and Auburn and Troy and some of the other schools down there. Did you have any opportunities, uh, anybody looking at you uh, for scholarship-wise to play college football or basketball or anything? Well, I did, uh, did have the opportunity, but it was kind of one of those things, Perry, that uh, uh, never really gave it any thought. Uh, racing uh, was kind of what I wanted to do and and the uh, the, the path that I uh, wanted to take. So fortunately, uh, it, it worked out and uh, kind of got to race there a little bit and really never have looked back on it. Uh, you know, it's just something, being in Alabama, I guess every everybody, all boys done was played sports, whether it be uh, uh, pretty much all three, basketball, baseball, football, uh Back back in the day. Well, in Alabama, you just about have to include racing in that in that group because yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, with so many drivers that came out of Alabama, and uh, but you, uh, I mean, you were the 1985 All Pro uh, Series champion, and then moved up to uh, to NASCAR and had your ups and downs. But when you finally won, after a couple of down years, if I'm not mistaken, you won the championship in '93. The Bush Championship in, in uh, your family your family's car is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Uh, did uh, uh, go to the Bush Series there in '88 full time. Actually driving for uh, team. Well, '89 actually uh, drove for a team. We done it full time in '88 out of Alabama, and then uh, moved to North Carolina. And then uh, in 1990. Uh, we uh, had a pretty decent year there in 90, uh, was able to wind up winning four four races in the Bush Series. And uh, then from there, uh, sponsorship of the, the company that was uh, sponsoring us got bought out by another company. And they were actually in racing, and they chose to uh, stay with the team that uh, they had been sponsoring. So... We started the 91 season uh, without sponsorship, but uh, we're still able to, to win race uh, 91, 92, and then uh, in 93 was able to uh, win the championship. So it, uh, you know, that was back in the day, it was a lot of fun back then, kind of uh, the way uh, the Bush Series was growing. Uh, it, it was a fun time to, to be in the Bush Series at that time. Steve, could you tell us a little bit about, uh, I know you're a great athlete, and, and I'm glad, you know, you went through the, the, the whole orchestration of 
of becoming a great race driver. But uh, you, when you play football, I mean, I know you had to have started and, and done good, but how did that kind of go? I mean, it'd been neat as heck seeing Steve Grissom playing for the Crimson Tide or Auburn. Or <laughs> but, uh, now, I don't know so much about that, but, uh, no, it, you know, again, um, just playing sports and stuff, uh, gosh, you started in Pee Wee. I don't know, I think it was first grade playing football. And, um, again, kind of, you know, went to basketball, baseball, doing all that stuff uh, through through uh, elementary school, junior high, and then... then in, I bet uh, you started a lot. Did you run the ball? Uh, well, pretty much uh, didn't do a lot of that. I, I pretty much uh, uh, defense. We I did play both ways, uh defensive end linebacker and then uh pretty much uh, anywhere on the offensive line uh, just kind of wherever uh needed us at that time uh you know again you had guys graduating and stuff like that so it was always kind of moving around but still uh, you know had had a lot of fun playing sports but again there's as perry said from being from alabama with uh uh Bobby, Donnie, Allison, and uh, Davey was a little bit older than than uh, me, and then Clifford, Allison, and I were were roughly the same age, and then uh, Neil Bonnet, obviously Red Farmer. You had all those guys to kind of look up to, and Hutt Strickland uh, grew up watching them race. Hutt Strickland was in there, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Hutt was a, just a little bit older than me. Uh, you know, it's kind of. We kind of all started there uh, at Birmingham, BIR, and uh, then uh, that all-pro series was going on. NASCAR had a short short track series, the Grand American uh, Division at that time. Uh, Hutt, Dave Mater, uh they kind of went uh, the, the Grand American deal. Uh, we went um, to the, the all-pro, and, uh, you know, that was in the time – uh, short track racing, uh, especially down in the south, was uh, was really strong. Um, that all pro series it paid paid pretty decent money at the time, and uh, you know you had a lot of a lot of good drivers in that deal. I mean, uh, Jody Ridley, uh, Butch Lindley, he he ran in the all pro series, and then you'd have uh, Rusty Wallace, Mark Martin, Alan Kowicki, uh those guys come down. They were running the ASA series, which was pretty much a Midwest series, but uh, the, the rules were, were a whole lot the same. So uh, those guys would come down and race with us. We'd go up and race with them. So it uh, it, it was pretty pretty exciting back in that time as far as short track race. Well, you kind of came up in the tail end of the NASCAR, NASCAR era that you could more or less on a shoestring operate a car. And... I think that just makes us appreciate what you did better. Well, I'll tell you, it was at, at a time that uh, when kind of went to the uh, Bush series was when the they were making the change from the uh, 302, 304 V8 motors to the V6 motors from the 112-inch wheelbase cars down to the 105-inch wheelbase cars. So kind of got in there with that and like you say I, I can remember in the Bush series when uh, you know 
there wasn't any tractor trailer as far as haulers and stuff. Uh, you know, it was, it was four-door dualies, open trailers, that mm. kind of stuff. And from one or two full-time guys to, to you know, do the deal, to, uh, you kind of kind of watched it go to where everybody's got tractor trailers and then now you've got whatever, 10, 12 or more full-time people just on the, on the bush car. So uh, it was uh, went, went through quite a change there. We're talking to Steve Grissom. Steve, you moved up to Cup and almost won Rookie of the Year with a, a battle there with Jeff Burton, and um, and then you, uh, you, I guess as far as I'm concerned, I would say you probably hit your stride with Larry Hedrick Motorsports. You sat on the front row of the Daytona 500, and uh, uh, that had to be very exciting. It was, without a doubt, and kind of. As you said there, when we uh, when we were there at Hedrick's, uh, say '97, we we really uh, had a had a really good year. Uh, things was looking up for us, and that's when I was saying there earlier about the uh, the forward coming with the Taurus, uh, the five on five roofs, five inch front valets, five inch rear spoiler, and uh, the S- uh, Chevrolet came with the SB2 engine and. Uh, Man, it it really put uh, guys with uh, with Chevrolets and uh, Pontiacs at that time uh, had to really go to work. And uh, anyway, from there, it uh, we just kind of uh, was a little bit behind, but still, uh, it's just kind of one of those deals. When you got in the Cup, we uh, uh, my son and I, I, I had a, a very young son, and I wanted him. I was, of course, he lived. At my house, so he knew all about racing, and it was like the first things he learned about. And I wanted him to learn to build model cars. And we, the first car, the first model, the first thing he ever did like that that required any dexterity was a snap together Cartoon Network car of Steve Grissom. And I'll never, and we've still got it. It's, you know, it, I remember that now, Perry. But that was uh, something. Uh, uh, I always remember Steve Grissom when I hear your name. I, I think of, uh, I think of the Cartoon Network. Yeah, it, uh, that was a, a, a neat sponsorship at that time. It really um, was. Maybe maybe just a little bit ahead of its time, you know, to what it could have been maybe uh, a little bit little bit uh, later on. But still, needless to say, it was it was definitely a, a neat uh, sponsorship at that time. And then in the, the Bush deal, we had uh, the, the Rassie car, so... Put the two of them together and uh, yeah. uh, got to hang out with a lot of those wrestlers and stuff back uh, back in the day. Yeah, uh, and, and before we have to let you go, I've I got to mention, and I was flabbergasted when I was uh, talking with, uh, I always send out a text and we put it on our Facebook page who our guest is going to be, and um, I was talking to Mike Hill, texting with Mike Hill, who was a regular on our show because he's involved with the IMSA Wheeling Engineering team, the Cadillac team, and he uh, he said, "Yeah, I I know all about him. I rushed to the uh, well. He told me a lot of things, but he said I remember rushing to the the Enfield Care Center when you had the bad record at Atlanta, and I said, well, I mean, why did you why did you do that or something like that?' And he said, "Well, I was his crew chief, and I could not believe it." Because he's our guest right after you this morning that I had both of you back-to-back. So if you want to 
And he said, I wondered what's been going on with Steve, and so here's your chance to tell him because I know he's listening. And if you've got any embarrassing stories about Mike Hill, this would be the time to tell it. Well, like you said, uh, uh, if Mike's going to come on after me, I'm not going to go to any tales <laughs> or anything. We'll give you... We'll, no, we'll I'm give not going to fall for that trap. <laughs> we'll give you time to rebut next week if you need it. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. No, it was, uh, that was, that was good, good times back then. I uh, had Mike, Charlie Presley... Uh, they, you know, they had uh, a, a good bunch of boys there. Uh, Randy Clay and them in, in the engine room, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was it was good times back then. Well, Steve, you said you could give us ten minutes. You gave us twenty, so I'm not going to take any more advantage of you. I know you're <laughs> at college with your daughter, so you must have found a nice, quiet place because y'all were whooping it up yesterday when I talked to you. Yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, uh, it uh, wasn't easy to find somewhere kind of quiet, but uh, did uh, get me a corner over here. Anyways, good to talk to you guys. I appreciate y'all having me on. Steve, thank you so much for, for being on this yep. show. And, and yes, I sir, think, Greg. And all I got to say is I wanted you in that 15 and Mike Hill to be the crew <laughs> chief, and I'm telling you, we would we and him back, and that whole thing would work. Thank you so yep. much for your time, Steve. All right, Greg. Yes, sir, man. Thank good you. Talk to you. Thank you so much. All right, see ya. All right, bye. Good guess, Steve Grissom. He told me I got 10 minutes, and uh, we got 21 out of him, so I'll take it. Well, I oh, think he seemed like a really nice guy, too. He is a nice guy. Super nice. <clears throat> and a heck of a race driver, Yep, too. good driver. Probably quit. I mean, I don't know this. He had a... If you want to see a bad wreck, look the one up I just talked about, because I didn't want to get into it with him, because there's, you know... It's like when we have Johnny Allen on. He has so many bad wrecks that you just don't want that to be the whole focus of right. their career. Because he did, I mean, we're talking to a championship driver here. So uh, I, I didn't want to dwell on the, but since he's not listening anymore, look up that crash in the 97. Uh, it was a Prime Star 500, and it's a awful. No soft walls in this uh-huh. one, baby. I'm telling you what, he hit it hard and uh, was lucky to walk away. But I'll tell you what, let's take a break, and we will talk to Mike Hill. You're listening to Start Your Engine on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $199 a month. Or hit the road in a new Nissan Rogue, lease for only $299 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. 
Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Spartanburg, when you're looking for the home of the best sports coverage around, we're talking about greatest ever spectacular talent. Good news, you're already there. It's us. Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. We're your home for the Spartanburg Vikings, the Atlanta Braves, the South Carolina Gamecocks, and Duke basketball. Plus, your most trusted source for the best high school coverage around. This is is Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And Mike Hill's on the line, and uh, you just dodged the bullet because Steve Grissom didn't say anything about you, so... uh, Go ahead and say what you want to say about him, and we'll uh, we'll let him rebut before the end of the year. You know, uh, he he knows I wouldn't say anything bad about him. I know you wouldn't do. Yeah, he uh, he you know, boy, he he didn't elaborate much on his on his deal there. He had he didn't have just any football college football uh, team wanting him. He had. Alabama and Coach Barry Bryant. That'd be like turning down Roger Penske or, or, or Rick Hendricks today. That, that is pretty high praise. It is. Well, uh, he, yeah, uh, Steve's a great guy. He wouldn't go in. He wouldn't go into what happened. And what, I heard him laugh when he when you told him I was the one to come into the infield care center. Yeah, Charlie was the crew chief. I was the team manager, so I had to you know make sure that the driver was okay and take care of stuff like that. So. When I when I heard that he was okay and and in the infield care center, I took off down there because the wreck was horrendous. I mean, it was I unbelievable. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't think that. You know, I'm thinking, oh my God, this is going to be the first race car that that you know the car that I've ever worked on has hurt somebody real bad. And then I heard, and then in Atlanta, you know, you're standing on pit road, you can look over at the back stretch, yep. and I could see that. And he's walking around. Well, I think they put him on a darn stretcher and put him in there. So I took off down to the infield care center, and I get there, 
sure enough, he's sitting up on the gurney. He saw me coming. He said, get me out. He says, he says, Mike, get me out of here. And so we get down off the gurney and starts walk, we start walking towards the door, and he's limping. And I grabbed him. I said, whoa, whoa, stop. What's wrong? He says, I'll tell you outside. And I'm thinking, well, we got outside. I said, what happened? He said, Mike, he said, I was the car. You know, it, it was good. Everything held up great. Uh, the when they come the ambulance came they made me get on the stretcher and put me up in the ambulance and they slammed the back door on my foot and I believe they broke it oh no oh, man did they so a man a man yeah a man survived <laughs> the darn wreck that bad and the ambulance people who come to save him broke his foot put him in the ambulance oh, and you know man. he didn't want to say anything because he says Mike he says if anything happens to me in the future they may not come if I raise hell about it and let everybody know that they broke my foot they may not come and want to save me next time. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I watched that crash a couple of times last night, and he hits that wall that's at an angle because it's to let safety vehicles out of the infield. It's concrete. There's no soft barrier there. So he hit it like at a hundred, uh, yeah, at a 90-degree angle. I mean, he went straight into it. And uh, the yeah. car flips over, and you see the gas tank sliding across all the way. Of, he hit, hit, hit the inside wall. That gas tank slides all the way across the track, and uh, several cars go across it. And I guess uh, I don't know who it was. It says it on the internet, but um, somebody ran over it, and it, it just ignited the whole thing. And it was the whole rear end of the of the Grissom's car was gone. But I had no idea, as much as you and I have talked, and about Junior Johnson and Cecil Gordon. Um, I had no idea you had anything to do with the Hedrick team. That was a pretty well funded team, wasn't it? Yeah, Kodiak. Kodiak was a good people to work with. Larry was great. You know, Larry Larry Hedrick was he was absolutely gold. He's a local guy from down here in Statesville and uh he ran the he owned the Statesville Auto Auction. Him and his, his father in law built that auction up. I remember coming up seventy seven when there wasn't anyone on seventy seven, you know, they didn't have it completed. And I seen him building that auction up there and and he built that thing up and ended up selling it to to Mannheim Auctions for millions and millions of dollars. I bet. And, uh, well, it was anyway. He uh, make a funny, a real funny story before I forget it. Steve, <laughs> he was telling me, he said, Mike, he says, you know, all that went on, and I'm in the car, and and I'm trying to get the window net down, and I can't think why in the heck won't the dang window net come down when I unlatch the latch. And he said it took me a minute to figure out. He says, "Hell, I'm upside down. Yeah, the wind is not gonna, the wind is, the wind and that's not going to come down. Yeah, and it's a wonder he wasn't on yeah. fire. But that was um, yeah, that's a scary one. Well, the reason I wanted you yeah. on the show, not only well, it was first of all, let me say it was great to see you last week up at Mount Airy. You uh, stopped by and talked to us yeah. where uh, Neil Castle Jr. and I were selling some books. Then you went over under the big tent with the celebrities and uh, looked like you all had a pretty brisk business over there until until I, I mean I don't know about everybody else but when it started getting windy and blowing in there about one o'clock I got the heck out of there and got on the interstate but looked like you were uh, you were having a good time over there with all the celebrities yeah we did. it's always good to see the see the, the legends you know the, the guys like the, the heck I got to see Billy Scott <clears throat> and um, you, you, he got he, Billy Scott going went up on the wall and at 
mount area as the as the driver. So yeah, he's and then you know of course you know you got my gosh you had Dave Marcus you had uh, Charlie Roberts and Kerry Bodenheimer and all my friends from back in the day when they Gary were Cook. There. I mean there was a lot of people. Yep. There. Yes, I missed Gary that Cook. Yeah. Well. The reason I oh, wanted you on the show, great. of course, I mean, you're always welcome to come on the show. Uh, in fact, I wish you were a regular on the show like your brother used to be. But uh, it's about the, the IMSA next to last race. The penultimate race is tomorrow, so they qualify today at um, about 12.55, 1 o'clock on IMSA TV. I don't know if I can get that or not. But, I mean, they uh, the Wheeling Cadillac, y'all lost the point. I'm, I'm still saying y'all like you're still with the team, so you know what I mean. But they, uh, they're only 14 points behind. They were on the pole at the last race and with a good chance to, to maybe extend their lead. And um, Alexander Sims crashed the car before the race, and it was a miracle. They even got the thing rolling, let, them, let alone be fairly competitive. And uh, so you're only 14 points back with, with two races to go, and one of them's tomorrow. Uh, behind uh, Ricky Taylor and Felipe Albuquerque's, uh, I guess that's a uh, accurate from Ganassi. So, uh, I mean, you still got a good crack at it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. It's our. It's a darn shame of what happened at the last race there because the boys had a great car, and then they told me that it knocked the toe out so bad on the. Well, it didn't knock the toe out, but the back half they put on. It's a complete back half, and. And the settings didn't match the one that come off, so the the rear toe was off, and it didn't drive as good. The handling was off, but you know it's like you said, it's a miracle to get those things back going. <clears throat> and uh, but you know that that made me feel good because I, I trained those guys. I pretty much helped them understand crash crash and get back out and going and racing. So yeah, it made me feel good. It's it's tough. It's tough being retired from something that you've done all your life. You know, it's, it's, it's bad. almost right. impossible. Uh, it, it is about impossible. And I really dropped the ball. This is Greg talking. Uh, I was supposed to go to Mount Erie, and uh, uh, I've got some health issues, and my wife has some bad health issues that's going on. But uh, I, I missed out. I'd have loved to have been down there. You know, we get talking about the Steve Grissom thing. I mean, that would have been a, a Mike Hill would have been a crew chief at Bud Moore Engineering, and Jimmy Means was being the crew chief. Uh, he, he, he was, Jimmy was stayed so busy, he, he still run his own car and was our crew chief at the same time. I think that, you know, Bud was getting out of the way, uh, you know, trying to turn it, turn it over to, you know, me and my brother and, it, it would have been a neat deal. It really would. I, I was real excited about the possibility. I, I think I told the story about me going up to your dad back when BMW built down there in Spartburg. I went up to your dad in the garage. I was still working for Junior. And I asked him, because I, I called him Walter. You know, you, you, could, you could call him Walter. Oh, he was Walter. Walter. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Walter, I said, you know, you know anybody down there at that BMW plant? He, he looked back at me. He said, oh, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, I know somebody over there. He said, you need a car? I said, no, I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I hear they're paying doggone good money with doggone good benefits over there. And, and, I think, he, and he drove back. He, 
He drove back. He says, oh, boy, you ain't going to go to work over there. He said, you come back to Spark Bug, you're going to be working for me. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I wish that had happened. Yeah. I do, too. It, that had been a dream team. Yeah. Well, Mike, don't yeah. worry about, about the retirement deal end of it. Pretty soon you're going to figure out, I don't know how I had time to have a job. Because <laughs> I've got, so, been retired for a while now, and I've got so much going on, I don't have time to do what I need to do. It's amazing. I got a tree down. I got a cable I needed to get buried and all this stuff. That back when I had a job, it could get done. <laughs> it seems like it's, it's just not happening, you know. So, yeah. I had a doggone tree to fall in one of these. Well, we've had some bad storms, and I had a tree to go down over. Fortunately, I don't have any cows on my pasture right now, so I had been in a big hurry to get that one off the fence post or the fence out there. So and then my wire that goes down to my well from the warehouse, I got it. Something got underground and chewed it up, so. I got to bury another cable out there, a hundred and seventy-five foot run. Well, but yeah, um, retirement, retirement. Well, the one thing I've got is I've got a two-year-old grandson that comes and stays with me every day, and so I'm teaching him the ropes. You know, he's that I didn't get to teach his daddy because I was working. Right, and so and. <laughs> So I'm teaching him. He's, he's he's getting on up there now, though. He's he's a good boy. He he knows how to use a screwdriver. <laughs> he, he always tells we go out. We got got a workshop. He got we go out there, and I got three old lawnmowers out there, and and uh, <clears throat> I got an old gravely, and and I tell him we got to work on that gravely, and he's okay, okay, Bob. Give me a screwdriver. <laughs> I need, need a I need a screwdriver. I said, you want a Phillips head or you want a flat screwdriver? Screwdriver, and I'll hand him one. He'll say, "Oh no, not that one. I need a different one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, that, is, that is wicked. That, that's, that's really cool. But, uh, yeah, Mike. Mike yeah. worked on race cars. A legend. Uh, uh, me and Buddy <laughs> talked about it. Never I said, "Look, Daddy." I said, uh, uh, "I would call Daddy Diddy, like, like Richard did Blue Eddie." And, and <laughs> I said, "Diddy, if if it takes it to do it." I'll just get the heck out of the way, stay at the house, and ride a go kart or something, or a toy or something, and let you and Mike and my brother and everybody do it. I mean, <laughs> and, and I was just that excited about you know the possibilities of you from Spartanburg. Well, I wish that had happened. Oh man, been, I do too. Would have been great. Well, uh, Mike, you're gonna, um, I I'm, guess, be following. What time I got? I got, I got, I got a quick one about Steve Grisman. I need to tell right quick. All right, go ahead. That's good. We're out, we out, we out, we out in Sonoma. I'm the I'm the manager, and I'm up on the hill spotting. You got the, out there in Sonoma. There's mountains just to get on. You just get there. All the spotters got up on one mountain up there, like coming up the hill. And I'm spotting. And Grissom, Grissom, well, something happened. We got fun, and he went to the back. And man, he's coming to the front, and he's coming in a hurry. I mean, he is. We're going to win this darn race, and he gets up behind another car. And this car, I watched it for about two laps. This guy starts brake checking Steve getting in the corner, you know, starts stopping early so Steve can't get under him. Yeah. And Steve comes over the radio. He says, Mike, he said, can you find the spotter for this guy that's in front of me? I said, yeah, I think I can. 
and I'm not going to mention any names, but he was standing down there below me. So I go down there, and I tell him, I said, you're going to get one lap. Tell your driver he's going to get one lap to get out of the way, or, or he's going to end up up here in the grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> and so I walk back up there. It wasn't two minutes. This guy is tagging me on the shoulder. And he says, you tell your driver, if he sends my driver out, I'm going to whoop him. And I look back at him, I said, son, have you seen Steve Grissom? <laughs> he's six foot three and weighs every bit of 210 pounds, you know, and he's an ex-football player. I said, all I can tell you is if you're going to go whoop Steve, you better be packing lunch because it's going to take you a while. <laughs> I hope that wasn't our car holding him up. No, 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 no. no. Well, that sounds like the story you told me about uh, Fukuyama or whoever it was blocking uh, Dallin back over in Japan that time. Oh, yeah. And they were getting ready to sell the car to uh, Travis Travis, uh, Travis, Carter. Travis Carter. Him and, him and Wingo. And uh, and y'all demolished it for them. And I don't know how the sale went, but uh, it was... Uh, uh, no, they were going to sell their car to somebody over there in Japan. Yeah, we had... We and had, y'all we had sort of screwed the deal. Or full blown. We we were getting ready to win the race, but the biggest thing was we didn't. We had to pack all that stuff so early, and we didn't have really enough people to do it. And, uh, we actually was ground zero of packing stuff up and had the car out there. And, you know, we, we didn't have our best car. We're gonna take one. Anyway, Mike knows all about that deal. Mike, uh, we're gonna let you go and. Um Run a little over anyway, but it's been a screwy show to begin with, with all the phone trouble and everything we had because one button was pushed that wasn't supposed to be or other way around. But we'll be watching. Uh, I think uh, auto racing is uh, only going to be IMSA tomorrow, and I'll be watching that. Uh, the Panthers don't even play tomorrow. They play Monday night, so I'll be uh, all my attention will be on the IMSA race, and I, even though you're not there anymore, I feel like you are, and it's just best of luck to two other Wheeling Cadillac team and Pete Durani and getting that points lead back. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, I think you can watch if you go up to IMSA.com. They got where you can click on watch the qualifying. I doubt they'll let you watch the race up there because it's somehow another guarded with whatever. Well, not, the, race is, the, the race is on at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon on NBC. Got no problem with that. It's just yeah. the qualifying. Yeah, right. You don't have any problem with NBC, but if you want to watch if you want to watch qualifying, go up to IMSA.com, and, and IMSA TV will let you watch qualifying. Okay. Well, I might just I, do that. Before we have to let him go, and I know he's busy, uh, you know, you've been to Spartanburg all these years. But are you a, a Clemson Tiger fan or a Gamecock fan? You heard me tell that story about being down there at Daytona. I had the racetrack rented Junior's car, and they came. The racetrack comes in. They said, "We got two football college football teams that's playing up here in the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville." He says, "One of them's out here wanting in to come come and watch you being here in the garage. We could bring the football team in." I said, "Well, as long as." As long as it's them Clemson Tigers and Danny Ford, you can tell them come right on in. But if it's if it's Ohio State and Oh Woody, whatever his name was, I said you just tell them just step on outside. They ain't coming in here. <laughs> right, I, right. Yep, I remember that now. That's great. All right. Yeah, I'm a Clemson guy. All right. Well, I I like you anyway. I got lots of Clemson. <laughs> I got a lot well, of Clemson well, friends. Well, 
got all this family, you know, I got all this family that's South Carolina, but Ben, I, I think it was more or less Daddy would took the South Carolina side, so I'm naturally going to take the Clemson side, so me and him can argue with each other, you know. He always hated that phone call because the odds of Clemson winning was pretty good back in the day. Yeah. All right, we'll let you go. i got to move on here, Mike. Great talking to you, and uh, we might talk to you again next week, I, you know, if you're available and uh, rehash uh Especially if it's something really good that happens at Indianapolis tomorrow. Thanks for coming on the show. Yes, sir. I look forward to it. All Thanks. right. Thank you. That's Mike Hill, who we always uh, look forward to having, and we might have him on next week, especially if they do real good. I, we might have him on anyway. He's a good guest anytime. He's but we're, getting, we're, we're a little behind. Let me take a break. We'll come back and finish up the show. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $199 a month, or hit the road in a new Nissan Rogue. Lease for only $299 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you're not there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That's why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you'll ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, financial advisor Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Country Meat Center in Woodruff is well known for our great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. But we're so much more than just a great butcher shop. We also offer locally grown produce, delicious cakes and pies, a fully stocked deli with boar's head meats and cheeses, seafood brought in fresh from Charleston, as well as a great selection of wild game like bison, ostrich, and kangaroo for the adventurous home chef. We are locally owned and operated and will be happy to fill all your grocery needs. Shop local at the Country Meat Center, located at 10297 Highway 221, open 830 to 7, Monday through Saturday. 
find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. And welcome back to the last 10 minutes and 25 seconds to start your engines for Saturday, September, what is it, 16th? Sounds right. Sounds about right. Okay, well, let's see what we can cover here that we haven't already touched on. We touched on some of this. The cup race last week <clears throat> was the Hollywood Casino 400 held at Kansas. And the winner was Tyler Reddick in car number 45. If I'd been on my toes, I'd have known that because it has won three, uh, two of the three previous races at that point with uh, Kurt Busch and Bubba Wallace. Second was his semi-teammate, and that's Denny Hamlin. Third was a real good run for the Legacy Motor Club uh, car number 43 of Eric Jones, and occasionally he will have a good race every now and then. Fourth was Kyle Larson. Fifth, Joey Logano. Sixth, Chase Elliott. Seventh, Kyle Busch. Eighth, Christopher Bell. Ninth, Brad Keselowski. And tenth was Alex Bowman. Uh, Martin Truex, who was in the chase just right off the bat, had a flat tire and went into the wall and ended his day, and he finished dead last, which is uh, anything but what he needed at that point. And probably, well, I mean, he's, he's a good driver and he's got a ways to go, but he's right now on the outside looking in of the the chase. Let's get the points here going into uh, this is a cutoff race uh, tomorrow. Uh, actually, tonight at Bristol. Kyle Larson is the points leader. Second is Tyler Reddick. He's six points behind. Third is Denny Hamlin. And he's uh, 12 points out of first place. Then it gets a little deeper with fourth, William Byron. Fifth, Brad Keselowski. Sixth, Ryan Blaney. Seventh, Kyle Busch. Eighth, Ross Chastain. Ninth, Chris Boucher. Tenth, Christopher Bell. And these next guys, uh, um, I'm sorry, and Joey Logano is 11th. Twelfth is uh, Kevin Harvick, who is on the bubble. And then these next four guys have got to make a move today. And uh, some of them, uh, Martin Truex is 13th, and he's only seven points behind Harvick and um, 12 behind Logano and 13 behind Christopher Bell. So with a real good finish, Truex, Truex could get back in it. But you go back a little further, it's going to be tougher for these guys. Bubba Wallace is 14th. 
who did great last week but then um, had problems and dropped back and fell out. 15th, Ricky Stenhouse, and 16th is Michael McDowell, who has a real good starting place today and is going to ne- probably need to win because he's, uh, he's, he's pretty far out of it. So they ran and, uh, well, before I go any further and forget, let me thank Lanny McKinney for maintaining the Budmore Engineering website. He gets our podcast on there by the middle of Saturday afternoon, which is great. And he maintains our Start Your Engines uh, website. So, uh, Ronnie, uh, Lanny, we appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you so much. They ran an ARCA race uh, Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Hard to get results from ARCA these days, and I'm not sure why, but the winner was William Sawalich, who um, he actually clinched the ARCA East championship. There's an ARCA East, an ARCA West, and an ARCA National. And we only focus really on the ARCA National. But it was the Bush Beans 200, and um, he's won it for uh, he won it for Joe Gibbs Racing, and that's their fourth win of the season. And he um, won the race over Jesse Love, who uh, Jesse is going to be the points champion. He's won nine races. I don't think anybody can catch him. Third is Andres Perez de Lara. Fourth is James, Jake Finch, which I didn't know it until I uh, heard him mention it Thursday night, that that's James Finch's, uh, I guess his son. Could be his grandson, but it's a relative. And James Finch, of course, ran the racing team out of Spartanburg here when uh, they had Buckshot Jones and Ron Keselowski won Talladega in the last Spartanburg car to ever win a cup race, and that was a James Finch car. Fifth is Greg Van Alts. Sixth, Connor Jones. Seventh, Landon Pemberton. Eighth, Christian Rose. Ninth, Jack Wood. And tenth was Andy Janikowiak. They will have another race uh, on Saturday the thir- the 30th. That's a couple of weeks from now. At the uh, It'll be the Atlas 200, and that will be run at Winchester, uh, Salem, I think. Salem, Indiana. Very, very famous uh Open wheel track. Been around for a long time. Very, very uh, dangerous place. The trucks ran at 9 o'clock right after the ARCA race was done, and their winner was Corey Heim. I think we mentioned that earlier. Christian Eckes was second. Grant Enfinger third. Carson Hostavar, who was doing very nicely. Uh, his, his star is rising. He is running um, some cup races in the 42 car that Cragson uh, got kicked out of. So uh, Carson's moving up. He was fourth in the cup in the truck race. Fifth, Taylor Gray. Sixth, Rajah Caruth. Seventh, Ben Jones. Eighth, Chase Purdy. Ninth, Nick Sanchez. And tenth, Matt D. Benedetto. Uh, as Deb pointed out, they've already dropped the bottom two guys, which were uh, D. Benedetto and Crafton. The points for trucks, and it's a tight one. Corey Heim has a one-point lead over Christian Eckes. Third is uh, Carson Hosefire, fourth Grant Enfinger, and fifth is Zane Smith. We'll stop it there. Um, Indy has decided their champion. We, I wanted to do a little bit more on Indy, but we're really pushed for time. Um, but uh, Alex Pillow is their favorite. Maybe we can do it next week. And Only one out of all of these things I had marked there, we'll mention that Simon Pagano is still recovering from that multiple time flip that he had. I believe that was at Road America. And um, he just pulled so many G's. He's done for the year. Hopefully, 
he'll be back in the saddle next year. Uh, we just talked to uh, Mike Hill about the the IMSA race that is tomorrow at um, the road course at Indianapolis called the IMSA Battle of the, on the Bricks. Ricky Taylor and Felipe Albuquerque have a 14-point lead in their Ganassi Acura over Alexander Sims and Pipo Durrani in the uh, Whelan Cadillac, and hopefully the Whelan Cadillac can get back ahead of them and uh, take it to Rotomana like they did a couple of years ago and clinch that championship. Third is Nick Yololi and Tana Filippi. Fourth, Nick Tandy, and, and that's in the BMW. Fourth, Nick Tandy and Matthew Jaminet in the Penske Porsche. And fifth is Tom Blomquist and Colin Brown. They race tomorrow at Indianapolis. Formula One uh, is just as boring as ever. They will run tomorrow at Marina Bay, which will be the Singapore Grand Prix. Um, Max Verstappen has won 10 races in a row, 12 out of 14, and the other two were won by his teammate, Sergio Perez. Those are the Red Bull cars. Max is leading the points by 145. That's a, that's a lot of points. It's going to be impossible to catch him. Sergio Perez, uh, second. Alon- Fernando Alonso, third. Lewis Hamilton, fourth. And Carlos Sainz, fifth. Got a very brief television uh, uh, schedule for this weekend at 12.55 today. If you can get IMSA TV, as Mike was pointing out, you can watch the qualifying from the WeatherTech uh, sports car race coming up at Indianapolis, and that's on IMSA TV. I might see if I can pick that up just for the heck of it. Uh, NASCAR, of course, will run tonight, and it says 7.30, but that race has been moved to 6.30 because they're expecting some inclement weather. That is at Bristol on the concrete, and uh, Christopher Bell is on the pole as third straight, and that will be on USA at 6.30. It's been moved up. Tomorrow we have the Formula One race. At, uh, I thought this might be one of those middle-of-the-night deals because I don't know what time zone Singapore is in, but it will actually be at 7.55, so call it 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, and that will be on ESPN, the Formula One Singapore Grand Prix. And then at 1 o'clock, amidst all the NFL action, will be the the WeatherTech sports car race from Indianapolis, and that's on NBC. You won't have any trouble finding that. And I got it done with a minute 20 to spare. And uh, um, a lot of football going on. I guess I'll have my uh, dose of reality after the watching everybody do so well for Carolina last weekend against Furman, and it was Furman. But, boy, I tell you what, they're going to Athens, Georgia, to play the Bulldogs today, and it, it could get ugly early. Going to go into the belly of the beast. As well as everybody remembers Carolina doing last year, because they finished well with those two big wins, uh, the worst defeat in the history of the Georgia-Carolina series was last year, too. Yeah. And that was 48-7, to and it, was, it got ugly early and stayed that way. So we'll just see what happens today. As Frank Howard used to say, Clemson. He, he went down to Athens, Georgia, played them some guns behind the hedges. That was bad. Between the hedges, Between not behind them. them. Yeah, not behind They yeah. might have wished they were behind the hedges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. wished they were behind the hedges. Yeah, but so anyway, that will be at 3.30 today on CBS. I think a half an hour after we're off, uh, the tailgate show for the Game Cops, Gamecock starts. And uh, so day full of football, auto racing, everything. Everybody be safe out there. And uh, get out and uh, enjoy some of the sunshine. But on the other hand, there's a lot to watch if you want to stay inside. So for the rest of you, 
Uh, appreciate our guests coming on today, Steve Grissom, Mike Hill. Natalie, we're on the way. The rest of you, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. The official home of the USC Upstate Spartans. Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. WSPG. WSPG Spartanburg. We here's what you need to know. Today's college football action about to kick off, but coming up tonight at 